Mum! 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 Mummy! Mummy! Mama! 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 What? Hi. <laughs> our second episode of the motherhood pod um i hope all of you have listened to last week's pod mamas can't mamas actually can um i hope you're enjoying as well and i hope you're tuning in today to listen to our new podcast about sickle cell it's sickle cell mum and we have an amazing guest she has last minute come on our show so we're grateful and we're thankful for her um i am maya the kind of child was i i was innocent i was evil but i was innocent how can you be the same no 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 no. you know when you look at a child and they look cute but in their mind they're a demon (laughs) you mean every child yeah Yeah, so i was that i was every child i was innocent but i had had a a really messed up mind we thank we thank god for growth yeah i am Kay, and i was the little shit you You still are some would say I still am, but yeah, yeah. I am the I, oh shit. See, I was the little shit. You know, we thank God for progress and growth in it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Etienne. Oh, innocent voice. And as a child, I am was very serious. Like I was the kind of child that would be like, guys, should we be doing this? But I was the mastermind. That but I so was funny. the one. That was the serious Papa, one. Should we be doing like, this? I was, I was. <laughs> I never got in trouble. I was good as gold. <laughs> Hi, it's Diana. Um, I was, and I still am a bit like the daredevil. So I like to climb, jump off things, used to climb trees, you know, climb furniture, like to break things apart, put them together, whatever you like to say. I was like a nightmare. Um, Yeah. But Sounds like do you know what that's so funny? Bad. Why? Because that's your son. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. My son is exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So stop shouting at him, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I shall get down off the table. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we have a guest today. The one that's going to help us talk about sickle cell. Hi, I'm Cheryl. And as a child, I was really quiet, uh, a bit shy, but always in my head, so daydreaming mm. a lot. I literally like go to bed at six o'clock so I can daydream. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's cute. cute. Yeah, that is Damn. so cute. No, it was sad. <laughs> but I was also Mrs. Two No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then, you know, I was a, a, a very, you know, quiet child, but at the same time, like to have fun. And actually quite, I'm the same now. I'm not, I'm not shy or quiet or anything like that, but I, like to keep my circles closed and that's how mm. i was when i was a child so i'm, I'm still quite like that now and do you have like social media apps how can people reach you people can find me at on instagram i'm really early active there on uh cheryl cheryl with a c is tripping so tripping with a g cheryl nice. is tripping Jeez. are you gonna tell everyone about your photography as well yeah we can do that <laughs> thank you <laughs> 
<laughs> you might as well. What as in what I do is photography. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I do photography as in like I do a lot of travel photography when I go out and about. But I'm trying to take photography more seriously now. Mm-hmm. So I've started putting together. Your portfolio. photography is sick, by the way. I just had to do a quick pre <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm so I actually love landscape photography, but now I'm trying to do more portraits and um, sort of documentary photography. Nice. But um, in my day job, I'm a creative, so I do. I do a lot of like I make trailers basically for wow. TV shows. She's living. She got money, money, boy. She's yeah. living. Yeah, we, we, we will manifest it, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Powerful black women. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Okay, so <laughs> mum of the week, Jamelia. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about Jamelia. Jamelia's our mother of the week. Um, she in the last week she bought out. Um, a new show is called Jamelia's Table, mm-hmm. where she b- brings on. Well, her first guest was um, somebody in the media industry and a couple of other um, mothers. I can't exactly remember the name. My name is Toby, her first name. And she's just talking about um, inequalities, about black women, talking about um, j- just a general conversation. You know, it's a bit like um, Jada's, Jada, Jada Pinkett, she has a red table, red but table, yeah. it's a bit like that. And I think the reason she's the mother of the week is this is obviously a big week for her. But she, for me personally, I think she's a good role model for, for, you know, black, like we're all here, black British women, whether you're a mother or not. She, you know, um, she has juggled her career and her motherhood and she has still come out on top. You know, she's found her place in like what she wants to do and she's become an example to her mum one thing (coughs) that you know she's always talks about like her hair is natural now remember back in the day she used to have weave and stuff Mm -hmm. i remember her saying like the reason why she went natural is because her her daughter was like mommy i want hair like you she didn't feel pretty with her own natural hair and she decided no this this is it and since then she's like she's really when it comes to helping out the black community and speaking out about the black community and the things that we as a woman go through us as women go through um she's always there and that's why for me personally like when i've gone to events and she's been there and she's talking about her journey and to where she is how she's had to compromise like you know being a successful like they coined her as like the next beyonce of england and she Mm -hmm. had to kind of leave that to focus on her children you know it it takes a lot of sacrifice and yeah that's why i would say what what are your thoughts on jamelia she has a um she has her own brand, clothing, clothing brand called Magic Girls, and it's so cute. It's got like things on it like brown skin girl, and um, your skin's not only dark, it shines and it tells its story. I think it's really it good for the youth. Um, it's called MagicGirls.com oh, on Instagram, so and I think, I think she's such an inspirational person because she's doing what people think about but don't do like you could sit there and be like oh there's nothing for us but we don't do anything she's actually doing stuff i think it's great definitely bringing opportunities for um not just opportunities but growing up there wasn't that much representation of people like us like i think black people on tv like i just remember her name diane on blue pizza was probably the only person and then i, th- I think that was that it. girl man she's so irritating you know the girl from bbc 
TBBC. Who? Oh, come on, you know her. I know oh, I think I know. The yeah, she, girl. she she came on a bit after. Oh. I, um, I, know, I think I know. Angelica. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like Angelica. I don't Angelica, like Angelica, yeah. Girl. And she's married to <laughs> the, she, she got married to the, the mixed race guy. Oh, yeah, who, they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're together. Who also used to host CBBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I not found out like a couple years ago, though. I didn't even know that. I've forgotten his name, but I this year I saw that they're married, yeah. Oh, wow. I always found that irritating. I don't know. You know when you're when when you only have a few black representatives, you cling on to everything they do, and you really want them to be the best. Mm. So if they're not the best, it's like, oh, they could have picked anyone. And they What's so wrong you. about her? I don't, I don't understand. I don't What's know. the problem I just, with her? I, I just found it. her very irritating. I, Maybe as a child, like I said, I was quite a serious child, uh, and I found her to be very too happy. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't really, really like Joe Budden. I mean, they were in a kids show. So yeah, exactly. Really, you know, can't be I think I knew where it was. She, she, no, but it was it was unnatural. Does it make sense? Yeah. It yeah. was like, oh, guys, hi. Like, that's yeah, but usually but that's what they had to do. Yeah. I identified that. Yeah. Etienne. Yeah. Did you miss out on your childhood? No, I would just. Do you know what? Even now, as an adult, I'm like that. I I prefer the truth. Does it make sense? You've always said that. Though. Yeah, I mm. I hate it when people. I know you're lying. You're not that happy. Like, you like authenticity. That's yeah. the word. There we go. Yeah. You definitely sound like Joe Bodden. Whatever. That. When I was a child, I was watching <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps and them things. Oh, I love that. I wasn't that. watching Angelica and her magic. That makes sense for you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> she said you're an evil <laughs> child. Why? You said you was an evil child anyway. Okay, yeah, so that's probably yeah, Oh, my God. True. Did you watch... What are we doing tonight, Pinky? No, sorry. Oh, you're on oh your own. God. Don't worry. I'll put Pinky on the brain and see how you me. Yes, I did. I did. So why did you just say Pinky on the brain? You're now coming to do long sentences. Oh my god! Because if you watched it, you would know. We're oh going to take over the world. Same thing exactly. we do every day. My sister and I were singing this yesterday. The Pinky, pinky and, and the brain. brain. And she was like, "No, it's Pinky and the brain." Oh my god! No, no, no. I think I was like, "It's Pinky and the brain." And she was like, "No, it's Pinky." I was like, "No, it's Pinky." We had a good fifteen-minute argument. Same thing we're doing. Wow. Well. At least now like I know. I have to Google this one. Take over the world. <laughs> Pinky and the Brain. Yes. You don't know you didn't it. watch it. Oh, oh my God. I don't know. You missed out on your childhood. Man, just don't watch for what? <laughs> just watch one episode. Oh, this just thing. Watch. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky and the Brain. Because, because I'm, I might as well tell you, I'm going to be a singer. Oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you. So Go I'm going to do something. I might as well sing the pinky no. and the brain. Go on, sing it. No, let her. Let her. Allow her. Should I do it, I do it with ad libs? Go on. No, no ad libs. Just sing it. It's not going to be any. Pinky and the brain, no. brain, 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 brain. Shoots. Oh, fuck. Thank you. You're Hashtag awesome. motherhood. <laughs> motherhood. Maya, because it's You're not. not going to be <laughs> 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 okay. Please don't okay. associate the singing with our posh guy. Thank you very much. That's mine. But yes. Yeah, Jamelia, back, back, you know. She's done a lot. No, she really has. She's done a lot. Yeah. Out you know, the first song I remember was "Money Can't Buy Our Love." Oh, that oh, was a tune. I'm just gonna say, I wasn't a fan of Jamelia growing uh, up. Oh my yeah. god, no, she I didn't not. think she could sing. What? <laughs> the way what? I used to be like, you know, this is her, and I was like, "Beanie Man's." I can <laughs> 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 Was that not the only tune she had? Yeah, yeah. No, she had. Thank you. She had. I can't sing, girl. 
for every last nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Oh, but that was after she had a child. I was yeah. listening yeah. to Alira and Destiny Child. So yeah. when I heard Jamelia, I was just like, Oh, you American. It ain't it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Right, so you're, you're one of those kids that show. when you, you wanted to live in America back in the day, and now no, you're old. I Now, Jamelia had songs she did, and her looks. Do you know what I liked about Jamelia when I was a kid is that. She was always. She always looked so pretty. Yeah, oh, like yeah. she's beautiful. Yeah. She's so and beautiful. she's not. Uh, she's not fair skin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna sing it though. But there's a song yeah and the I think it was probably my favorite music video of her because I wanted to be her so bad. Which one? And it's something like I don't know what it is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was after she was singing that's on the show. Superstar, superstar. That's one yeah, I hate. That's one. 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 That's and that's yeah, why she like made the table, right? isn't it? She yeah. made the table because she felt like, as a black woman, she was always being policed. Mm. And yeah. so Mm-mm. she thought she'd make her own one. Yeah. 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 Thank God. Shout out to Amelia again, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, again, again. So hot topics <laughs> of the week. So this video that came out mm-hmm. yesterday of the father, you know, we're, we're parents, or, you know, we've all been raised by <laughs> parents. Of the father bungee jumping off the cliff. If I just catch somebody, I swear snick, that came that's out. Mad. Listen, that's mad. I don't know, you know that one. When I first saw it, I just thought, "Ooh, they need to take that child away from Wait there." Wait a minute, I've only seen the picture. Is there an actual video? Yes, yeah. stop it! I will collapse. It's mad. Wait, I, need to. So I, I thought maybe there's, there's some video. something going on because, nah, you don't know what the wind's gonna do. Thank you. It's Thank not you. even, listen, how did you know that he will still be able to hold her tight like the way he exactly. was holding her? How do you know? You don't yeah. know what's going to go on once you've come but off that. The child was attached, right? No. No, so basically it there's a like video it where there's a man, a man is bungee jumping and he's got his daughter, was it a girl? I yes, it was, it, was a, it was a girl, yeah. Stra- like, he's holding on to his daughter. Oh. It doesn't look like there's any strapping. There might be underneath his arms, but. There's no, it doesn't look like there's I, I any. I doubt that a father and then would jump. They went back. You, what something. do you mean? I doubt it. Would you jump off of something? <laughs> my heart. So <laughs> if, you, if you see Maya's face right now. Oh, my heart. If you see Maya's face right just now. Wait, she's just just wait. watching the video. No. Yeah. No. Impossible. It can Impossible. never be me. But yes, Impossible. it just raises the question. Would you allow your child to do such madness number one like jump off of a, a cliff with their father and do you think, I don't this think was the baby had like... a say in it exactly yeah <laughs> the child, the so child, the, yeah i don't think the child had a say in it no, maybe I think he she was did. like she was not you want that a small? Jump today the baby's not that small is it yeah the baby well she, she's I mean, yeah, well, she, she looked like five, she yeah. six, five, six. Oh, All right, I wouldn't I trust a five or like six a baby. Year old. But with regardless a of that, could be like, I want to be Spider Man. You're not gonna let them. Thank die. you. It looks like Thank a three you. Year old. Yeah, it looks like my son's age. Really? The, 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 the way he's small, like, yeah. like his. Okay, maybe. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yes, yeah, very. It's risky. But yeah, it's, it, it says this dad is being ridiculed online for bungee jumping with his toddler. So no, why would you do that? Ever, ever do it. Maybe it's a maybe it's a practice in trust. 
I mean, so is weird. it? You know, when you're like, you're in school, you're doing like a sort of a breaker thing where they make you fall yeah, back. Yeah, so then do yeah. that with your child. Don't yeah. jump off a cliff. <laughs> That's the most extreme version of that. <laughs> do you know, there was one time where I was on, I told you my mind is a bit mad. So I was on YouTube and I swear, I sat down for an hour and I watched videos on YouTube. And you know, when you get to the funny part of like, no, the scary part of YouTube where people are committing suicide jumping off buildings i know i don't know how i got there don't ask me but eventually i got to bungee jumping and i saw these people bungee jumping and then you see them smack the ground and you're like did you know you were gonna die wait what yes there's videos where it shows you people are bungee jumping and they just you just hear that's mad and you watched it yes i watched it on and repeat people upload this on it's the way she yes so that's many mad uh, yeah, the, we, the, the thing is, before my son, that was YouTube. on my bucket list. Sorry, me too. But I'm not gonna lie, skydiving is still on I my bucket list. I've, do I've that, done skydiving, but which is loved it, loved yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like skydiving actually probably is more safe. I feel like the wind actually is going to help you. Yeah, help yeah, you. yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, if your parachute is fucked, then you're fucked in it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go bungee jumping, but on my terms. No, sorry. I'd like to wake up. Be doing something and then be like, oh, today. I'm look at this. Go. There's a bungee jump. Let's go. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. If I plan it, What's I would never go. Yes, I would yeah. The thing is, I am scared that the rope snapping. Yeah. You know when it goes down and you see the tension and you think any second that that rope's gonna snap. Yeah. I don't want to be the that one. That was with my the issue rope. with watching that video as well. I'm thinking, fam, with all the rocks on the floor as well, you would have been finished. You need to watch on YouTube. You know what the worst thing is? The kid weren't even wearing a helmet as well, or though. Anything. It's true. Anything. Like, I don't you understand need a it. To ride a bike. Fuck that. Do you, do you get what I mean? The, that child know. must have been strapped somewhere. Yeah, because the child well, is wearing dark clothes. But even so, where's the head protection? Like, there's no, so, much, so much. That's so worrying. Yeah. No, it is. I think, um, yeah, it's mad with the child. You shouldn't... Yeah, when you, when you think about it, they're yeah. just not at an age where they can make that decision if they want to, you know, take a jump. But you're yeah. an adult. It's like, yeah, you might feel safe or you want to mm-hmm. test your boundaries, but I think you should allow the kid. Yeah. Mm. Do you think it could have been like his career? So he's been doing it for a long time and he's like, okay, maybe now I'm trying to help you, man. So please make sure that this is the reason why you jumped off of your child. <laughs> yes, so he's been doing it for years and years. So he's like, okay, maybe I want my child to experience this with me because it's a part of my life. And this is why he jumps. Yeah, I got your back. I'm lying, man, it's not sensible. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I tried to help him. Sorry, it's it's sensible sensible sorry it was his two year old daughter and he's from Malaysia. Sorry, I'm just uh, researching right now. Would you guys let your- She's even the, two. The father yeah. of Fuck your child that. do it. Sorry? No. You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. What, b- bungee jump? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You with it. your... You let him jump and then you catch Asha and cut the rope. Oh, so no, no, no. Fall. Oh, you meant... I thought you meant, would I let him do it by himself? Or oh, with my son? Wow. No way. Yes, of course. Oh, no, 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 no. Not with my baby. Rope or no rope? If he likes, he can die. If he likes. 
I even help push you up. No. Wow, you heard it here first. No. Diana. No, my son needs his dad. Motherhood Diana. Said that she even helped to kill people. No, I didn't, I know nothing about murder. I didn't say that. My son needs his father. You didn't say it, but we saw your face. <laughs> and you even did action. Yeah, I'd help push him up. You know, some people need that push. You know, when I was jumping off the plane, some people were too scared. Some people had to get pushed. So, you know. You know, I could Ready never to get push pushed somebody. off of plane, you know. Look at you. I would take you with me. I know who I'm grabbing with when I'm going to do things that are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Diana. <laughs> Oh god. We were talking earlier on about um people doing things with their children for internet likes or for likes, social media posting these bungee jump things for social media. How do you think it will can, do you know what, even before we get there, how do you think so for example, us on a podcast, just imagine our podcast was wasn't about motherhood and it was quite vulgar. How do you think it would affect your children later on? Do you think they would come onto your podcast and listen and and like be influenced I by have a theory about this go on I call it the Kim Kardashian theory go on so basically Kim Kardashian has a very mad past right mm-hmm. yes 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 however she's also got a lot of money yeah so her money kind of outweighs the past and when her children are old enough to look back at it they'll be like oh you know my mum was whatever or whatever it's I think it will be handled very differently because she has got money and it's got her to the place where she is does that make sense because comedians parents there's a lot of like people who are weird but then we don't do... see how that affects their children if you know what i mean mm. we don't True, get to see that but i think they get affected by secondary things like so let's say i had a lot of money mm. our podcast was about vulgar stuff i don't know what sex or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. um sex is a part of life isn't it so people have sex they wouldn't be here if there wasn't sex fair enough it might be embarrassing but it's not actually their business what what i'm doing (laughs) yeah as long as it's like legal and i'm not doing anything like i'm even if look at cardi b she's a stripper her child is gonna have to know that her mum was a stripper but she's owned her strippiness all the way through i think i think that the children of famous people they kind of get affected by the fame more than the, the actual, outside yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like it's, it will be more horrible if little north whatever her name is north was running in the playground and then she's having a little argument oh you're ugly well your mum used to be with yeah, ray j yeah, 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 that, yeah. that could be a thing yeah, yeah. but in normal life in people's normal lives your mum can be fat your mum can be this your mum can be that so i don't think it's that deep obviously you do you should care as a parent <coughs> but i don't think it's like the be all and end all of your life or your child's life mm. depends how you deal with it and yeah. how you manage that yeah. whole I don't know transition go on you're making a face Diana's like no <laughs> no not not even so but I think it's, it's just like with human beings in general everything is subjective I think this is all really really new like when I say new I mean in the last 10 to 15 years we don't know how people's past are going to affect their children like social media i did social media did not exist for me up until university Mm. like up until like a good 10 12 years ago social media didn't exist i didn't have it growing up so i think it's all quite it hasn't been tested like we don't know the effects of how it's going to have on ourselves let alone our children Children, you know like our our children could grow up let's say if this this blows god willing this could have adverse effects on our children. It could mm. have positive effects. We don't know because it hasn't been 
there th- isn't enough research there's not enough history mm. so kim kardashian's children could grow up to be fine but yeah. they could also grow up to be wild because of the stuff that their mom did yeah, and exactly. we, we we don't know like money might be able to money might help but money does not we we hear stories all the time of these people who were celebrities who have so much money and they still fall into mad crazy stuff so i think it it's subjective not saying i disagree with yesian because it could be that way but then it could also go completely the wrong way it's just such a new 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 thing that in about 30 to 40 years time we'll probably know what the effects of social media are and it's just crazy it's mad because our children are literally going to grow up with phone in hand like mm. my yeah, son knows how to operate my phone me. he knew how to operate his, my phone before he could talk like mm. mad my son walks around saying hi guys <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my youtube channel oh, <laughs> you know when i don't give my son my phone do you know what he does he takes my hand and he puts it to his ear and he goes hey yo <laughs> hey yo mommy and i'm like really um you guys would you I, I think you're doing it for asha aren't you so like modeling and stuff like that trying to his dad is yes okay um so i was going to talk about posting your children on social media um posting feel about it Myth. i think it's, it's different another thing subjective like some people have different views i, I saw like someone else post this um from like a motherhood organization i think everyone's different it's subjective when it comes to that as well i would i don't post well i post my children on snapchat mm. because only people i want to follow like i i have control yeah. of who followed me on snapchat but i would never post them on instagram on twitter and i f- i believe my reason is that number one my children don't have that don't have access to it mm. so what am i posting it for am i posting it for you to validate that I'm a mother and I've got some kids that can smile in a picture. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's unnecessary. It's just like when people do like happy birthdays to their parents and stuff that don't have <laughs> social media. Mm, what are you doing it for? Again. Are you doing it for the parent that you love so much? Or are you doing it for other people to be like, oh my God, your mom looks so young or something. You, you want something from people. And I feel like when you do that, you're letting people, unnecessary people into your life. Yeah, And it's all great when it's positive. But then when people start saying your child is ugly, you're not going to go out and fight everyone. It's mad like, because it's not no <laughs> one's going to come and tell you with, with their chest that your child is ugly. Exactly. Or they can do it on yeah. social media. And I just don't like it. And I, don't, I also don't like how children are like, what's that word? You know, there's a word for when you like a, a certain child that looks a certain way. Does that make sense? Like, they do a lot with mixed race people. Mixed race, like mixed race little kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like, for me... I'm not, I, I don't like any of that, so I wouldn't be putting my children in that position at any point. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like how kids nowadays, I mean, I get it, it's all fun and games and whatever, but any picture, even if it's just the slightly fucked up facial expression, that's a meme. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, do you know how many memes I've used in their kids? <laughs> that's why I can't post my kids because my like Gavin, that's the come only reason why I wouldn't so post my kids. This is what I'm saying, Gavin, that <laughs> kids. Gavin. My son yeah. is a walking meme. He's a walking meme. <laughs> Literally. Do you know what? It's mad, yeah? There's a video of this kid. He looks around the same age as my son, like 9, 10, right? And he's playing FIFA or some sort of game and he's angry, he's vexed. This little, like, little kid with hair or whatever, yeah? He looks exactly how my son looks when he's fucking angry. And I use that meme so often. 
<laughs> so I can't even bring myself to put my son out there knowing fully well people do the same. Exactly. That's my Do you know what I mean? Well. You know when you see a picture of a cute baby, sometimes I'll see a picture of a cute baby and I'll send it yeah. to yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. of my people. son. I'll be like, she's so cute or he's so cute. Oh, look at this. And that scares me because if I do that with my son, someone's going to do it. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a tricky one. I don't mm-hmm. have um, kids, mm-hmm. yeah. but I do follow maybe like two accounts mm. with they post their kids very regularly <laughs> and it's not like oh makes me broody or anything it just like it's so cute to see kids innocence in the day-to-day it so is. i like to i like that they're sharing their kids but in a way that i feel that they've controlled it not in a way that they 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 don't obviously open themselves up to get you know criticized for certain things that they do mm-hmm. which happens but i think the people that do that need to be very level-headed and knowing that the people receiving the images mm. and stories and whatever are going to make up opinions are going to yep. like have their own sort of take on what they're doing as a mother or father but they can't let that affect them yeah because it's good for memories it's like i know we had photo books yeah. growing up but it's like we're in the 21st century it's nice to go yeah. back even yourself just to look through your old stories yeah. and pictures and that's the way they're now. Yeah, but you can put them on Google. You can actually do that yeah, on Google. Do you, you actually get go all the pictures? <laughs> go and look at all your old pictures on Google. Mm-hmm. I do. I, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I don't do it on Google. I do it on my Mac. It's but yeah, but then yeah, like she said, I think some people use like especially Facebook as a diary. So people still use that. Yeah, people still do. Uh, like people still do that. There, there are a group of people that still use Facebook as a diary. They use social media as a diary. So mm. you know, I think it's just like i think it's an each to their own sort of thing you need to be aware of the risks that you're doing when you are posting it up but you know also you you shouldn't be you know you you shouldn't be told off or for posting your children online as well so you know i think it's an each to their own thing yeah but there's levels aren't there there are levels like some people post Mm. their children naked and stuff oh yeah definitely that's very like definitely bad taste do do you know what i mean personal preference just because you like it doesn't mean no, but I I think it's beyond personal preference because obviously you're in a world of you wouldn't let your child walk outside naked. There right? are some people, people that, that will do. People there do. are yeah. in England. Yeah. Do it yeah. yeah, in England, yeah. yeah. people do it. People do they, it. Yeah, with a on. No, no, naked. Yeah, I've seen so many times. Yeah, okay, I've never seen it. Yeah, but me personally, I wouldn't let my child go outside naked because I know that outside there are people who are. Yeah, see, I get what you mean. Yeah, but when it comes to them things, unless someone's obviously doing a madness, I make no comment. Why? Because it's to their own. I can't tell somebody how to pay. I wouldn't tell them, but I wouldn't do it. Is what I'm saying. I wouldn't myself mm. my i wouldn't post my children naked or like you know like when children get to teenagers and they like there's certain things that i personally wouldn't let my child wear i've seen like accounts where the mom and the child are wearing <laughs> exactly the same clothes mm. their bellies are out they're you know to me that's a bit yeah not for me that's the word <laughs> what do you mean yeah. their bellies are out, As in, bellies out? they're like wearing little crop tops and stuff but they're little they're children uh, like northwest yeah but <laughs> i think i'm not gonna lie yeah 
They're little girls. Yeah. I can't look at them like, oh, you yeah. should be wearing yeah. a condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. person receiving it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's it. Exactly. That's exactly, exactly. what it is. That's yeah. what I mean. Exactly. I, I, I wouldn't, as a, if I was a mother, I wouldn't like worry too much about how someone, How your child's being perceived. you can't control how yes. people are doing it. It depends on what child you have. Overall, and that person will still, still be first. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's true. But I think, yeah. like, for example, so my daughter is very slim, very, very, very slim. So she can wear whatever she wants. And yes, there will still be, like you said, there'll still be people that look at her and think, oh yeah. But there's some children that develop much quicker. And mm. I've seen that their parents straight away, as soon as they see it, they're kind of like, okay, don't wear this, be wearing this. Wear yeah, this, yeah, yeah. try this, try that. Do you, do you get what I mean? Because not because there's anything wrong with that child wearing a crop top. It's more about the other people and their perceptions. And obviously as a parent, <coughs> I'm trying to keep my child safe. I know that I can't monocoddle them for my whole life. But the best I can, I'll try to do that. So. Fair enough. Remember, I was telling you, um, you guys about the pictures. My friend sent sent me a picture. I think last week, sometime, um, and a woman basically uh, print screened a picture of somebody else's child and said, uh, "Can you guys donate money to me? Um, my child is dead. Like, I need help to." Uh, pay for the funeral and all of this stuff and then everyone finds out that it's somebody else's child and this person is a con artist trying to get money if that was your child would you not go mad and this is one of the reasons why so i'm conflicted because my son he's beautiful so i want to do it because i'm like ah the world not even the what me i appreciate you everyone just needs to see your beauty he's beautiful but then on the other hand i'm scared because there's mad people out there. Yeah, because that's fact talk. You put out my picture. God forbid, because you're then set putting out in the universe. God forbid that something's going to happen to this particular Fuck child or whatever. I don't know. Nah. I hear that. Yeah. Anywho, let's talk let's about Let's talk about sickle cell. Yeah. Yay. Do you want to tell us what sickle cell is? I can try and sum it up. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, sickle cell is a um, disease of the blood. So basically, the hemoglobin is, which is what <coughs> the the blood is made up of so it's a red bit in the blood and it's also what holds the oxygen and the nutrients that goes around the body <coughs> is misshapen um so it doesn't hold very much oxygen which is a problem obviously because all of our organs are um you know fed through sending oxygen and yeah. nutrition for our body mm-hmm. so um yeah that's kind of a really loose way of speaking about it but i'm always learning about sickle cell more and more every time but I only know my own sort of experience. Yeah. yeah. And what's your experience been like? So actually, I was, I was talking to you about it earlier, but I found out I had sickle cell at 14. Mm. And before that, the only thing I had was like, I was really, I thought I was anemic anyway. So I was really like low energy and um, low stamina, <laughs> but quite active. So I was a bit frustrated that everyone else can do the most. And I was mm. just out of breath a lot. And then I had like pains in my ribs well, quite frequently. And I was like, mm, what is that? So I went to see a doctor and they said, oh, I have um, a full blown sickle cell. So now I knew my parents had the trait and yeah. I knew my siblings had a trait, but everyone thought I had nothing. Okay. And then I found out I had sickle cell. And that was at 14. And then, uh, which, you know, I continued to have a little bit of pain in my ribs, but then it was when I went to university that I started to have quite severe crisis. Mm-hmm. And I, know, I don't know if that was whether it was um, because of growing up, because sometimes people have more severe crisis as they get older, mm-hmm. or you know some people are, have it from 
being a baby. But yeah, or it could have been that at university you go wild yeah. and you do the most. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just explain for people who don't know what is a crisis? Yeah. Okay, so a crisis is usually means that a lot of the blood has been sickled and it's sticking to each other. Yeah. So they're kind of like clotting an area. So an area in your body, which a lot of people will have similar places, but mine's like my lower back, my legs, sometimes my arms, even my fingers sometimes, mm. um, you know, loads of different parts of the body, but legs, like joints are the, the main places. You'll feel this pain that feels like a radiated and throbbing pain, like someone is stabbing you, basically, oh, in that area. That. Yeah, yeah it, it just, it's really uncomfortable. It's like a really extreme pins and needles, but it just, yeah, it's, you can't really do anything. It's, it consumes your whole self, so. That is like the main sickle cell like crisis that people talk about, but there's loads of other conditions that come about from having sickle cell, or even whilst you're in a crisis, it triggers other things. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So back to uni life. So back to uni life. So uni life. uh, My my, I think my first crisis. I'm trying to remember, but it could have been. Yes, it was after I had gone to try and see Fabulous at um, <laughs> this club in Leicester Square. And I just came back from Sound. Sweden. And actually when I was in, actually was this the first time I had one? It could be one of my first ones, but I had I'd come back from Sweden and it was cold, like cold, cold, cold. It was minus 10 and the cold is a trigger. So I found that out as I got older, the cold was a trigger. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I was dressed up, I was wearing a jacket, but it wasn't a wool jacket, it was just, you know, polyester. So, so it was coming through, it was cutting through, I was cold. So I was yeah, sat at McDonald's while my friends were going out and about shopping, and I was like, clutching my hot tea, and like, just rocking back and forth. And then, I, you know, I kind of got okay, <coughs> but when I got back to London, I was like, oh yeah, I'll go see Fabulous. He didn't even show up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Literally, like, I was wearing, so this is one thing that actually, like clothing is a big thing for like when you've got sickle cell. But back then I was like in uni and you used to wear like pumps and stuff with mm. like your feet mostly exposed. Mm-hmm. So I was wearing these pumps in like no tights or nothing. And I was just like, my legs, I can't even feel them at this point. Mm. Like not even like they're numb, they're just like radiating with pain. And I was like, uh, I think I need to go home. And then I think I ended up in hospital at that point, yeah. That was probably my first crisis. I think it was. I can't remember. I've had quite a few, but... So when you go into hospital, what do they actually do to, like, negate the pain? So the first thing, well, you should really do before you go to hospital is take painkillers. So ibuprofen or paracetamol. Does it help? But, you know, some people, it might work. Mm. If it's a very severe crisis, it's probably not going to work. I'll go into this later, but pain medication really differs per person or just, like, your body changes and... Mm paracetamol may start to work when the yeah. harder stuff isn't working that kind of thing um but yeah so you go into when you go into hospital they usually tend to see you quite quickly well now they do back then it people just didn't know mm. yeah like the nurses the people on the desk they didn't really know how severe it can get like quite quickly so if you are having a crisis it can go from being mild to really like a level 10 of pain quite quickly mm. so yeah, back then you'll wait a while, but now you, you get seen quite quickly. So after you are seen, they will obviously check the bloods and see if there's any infection, but they will give you uh, morphine. So mm. after you've 
you know, taking the mild painkillers, okay. you'll go straight on to morphine. Um, personally, morphine doesn't work for me. Doesn't no, it does give me like the, the whole um, feeling oh, chill, euphoria, which yeah. is nice yeah. for like a good two hours and then it wears off. Mm, but that's just yeah. my, my experience. So, but I think my body got used to it. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, and then after morphine, uh, if the pain hasn't gone, then you go on to fluids. Um, and that's usually if you're being kept in overnight. And then after fluids and that's not working, the painkillers aren't working, then it's a blood um, transfusion. Wow. Yeah, and that goes on to like people should give blood. Yeah, like I was having a conversation with her in the car, and um, the first time I gave blood was last year. And when I went, literally the only people, black people there, were the nurses and the cleaners, not white people at all. And considering us as a black people, we are prone to these diseases. We mm. should give, we should give blood when we can, yeah. and um. In the UK, there are about 15,000 sickle cell sufferers. Mm. 10,000 of them are in London. But when it comes to donations, we don't give that many donations. The amount of, like, we're actually short 10,000 black donors. Yeah. Mm. So it should definitely be a thing that we should do. And um, I think it's only two, no, 5% of us that give, 5% of ethnic minorities give okay. blood. Yeah. Um, when we make up 14% of the population in U- in the UK and it, it reflects what I saw when I went to the um, to the blood bank like white people disproportionately give more blood than black people mm. but are black people the ones that you know are yeah. suffering um, you know yeah and I was kind of like saying on that point like I get blood probably from different races yeah. but it tends to sit better with you if it is from within your own race or yeah. from your own background. Um, but you obviously you can take blood donors from elsewhere, but it's tricky because, you know, there's been times where I've been in hospital and they're very low on maybe my blood type mm. and, you know, getting... Do you think it's a cultural thing? If you, you, you donate blood, yeah, but have you ever said, mum, I'm going to donate blood? Yeah, I have. And what, what was her response? She was. Just, she, she said it was good. Like, I feel she, like that's rare. But, but I think that's also because my mum is a nurse. But then a lot of my friends, like a lot of my, fr- my, my friends who are my age, they've also all started to see, like one of them, she used to give blood all the time. Like, I, I do think it's definitely a cultural thing. We don't mm. do it. We don't yeah. talk about it as much. Mm. But it's, it's not just giving i don't think it's more of a taboo like you know there's certain things that you shouldn't do like celebrating halloween and things like that which is a cultural thing i think it's just a lot of things that we we have grown up with like a lot of africans when it comes to like eating red meat and stuff like some of us like the 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 whole vegan thing is is completely new it's a lifestyle Mm. i think giving blood is just unheard of like a lot of like i remember when i was talking about giving blood at work like a lot of my white colleagues they've been doing it for ages because their family have done it it's exactly. it, it's, it's a lifestyle saying, yeah. it's not i don't think it's like a don't you know <coughs> like if you're a jehovah's witness i get it because it's more of they don't believe in blood transfusions yeah i thought maybe that was it not necessarily that it's a jehovah's witness thing but it's like maybe that idea of taking something that was in someone else's body, body. exactly yeah. yeah that's what i think it is i i don't know but that could be the yeah. mindset of Maybe who knows what spirits were in that. See, blood. that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Because it's a big thing in our co- in, especially in African culture, spirituality blood. is a big thing. Blood, yeah. Give yeah. it taking somebody else's blood. Did you know what they use blood for to, to do to you in Africa? Yeah, yeah it's true. The, for rituals the, like, and yeah, stuff. So yeah. I feel like that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. It's mad though, because I wish like I wish oh. um my family 
or my mum or whatever spoke more about it um mm. you know like would tell me because i didn't know my blood type was rare i didn't know that my blood is the kind of blood that can help all blood types you know what i mean otherwise oh, yeah. i would have been given yeah, blood right. from how long yeah. you understand so yeah it needs to be talked about it does and then i suppose it's good because we're a new generation yeah so we can we do things we give, yeah we give that platform so we can we can set up a stepping stool so that everybody else or the generations to come they we'll know how yeah they know That's how true. to do these things i want to give birth because when i was born <laughs> i was born okay i'm a bit dramatic but it's true i was born dead so basically when mm. i was born i was alive but i was dying Mm-hmm. from when I was born but they didn't know because you know when you look at a baby you do this little score to check mm-hmm. how well they breathe how <coughs> well they are their airwaves whatever and I passed all those tests my mum wasn't very switched on she was a teenager and she didn't realise that I wasn't awake I wasn't just mm-hmm. sleeping I was actually dying so by the time they realised they had to give me blood transfusions and mm-hmm. obviously now in this day and age blood transfusions are really safe they're really great mm-hmm before you could get hiv you could get so yeah. much more stuff yeah. and um i know that if somebody didn't donate blood i wouldn't be, be here, here. Yeah. yeah so i i want to give blood i think we should all do it yeah we should find a day and go together yeah, no no honestly yeah no 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 that'd seriously i think we should when you're ready yeah. I, I don't know if we, we have to do tests and stuff mm. to see what we can mm. give but we can give yeah but yeah but when we when we do it i yeah. also want to give bone marrow but that's a different day oh that so one i spoke to my mum because nah. <laughs> she's really? like she's like there's gonna be complications there can be problems mm. like really? you, you have to be hospital like when i went when i go and give blood they ask me do i want to give bone marrow and there's like you have to stay overnight and stuff oh wow. but yeah is it? but my mum is easy helps as well bone marrow transfer um tra- transplant mm-hmm. is the only said cure, cure. So they haven't really rolled it out yeah. because it's, you know, it's one cure of those things for that... sickle cell? Yeah. Yeah, it's You're a sick cure. Seriously? But because there's so many, like, complications Variables. that come with it, yeah, they haven't said... The NHS will never be like, go and do a bone marrow transplant. It's really rare. And even in the US, where there's obviously a lot mm. more people yeah. with sickle cell, even there it's quite rare. So mm. the main thing they, they give you if you have quite a lot of crisis... Is something called hydroxia, which mm. um, it, it it's very hard to explain, but it's basically <coughs> a drug that gives you more fetal hemoglobin. So okay. I don't know if fetal is mm. in maybe young is in like the lifespan of a child's hemoglobin or is just like a a starter mm. hemoglobin. So it lives a bit longer than mm. the one that you get. Um, I don't want to confirm that sort of information, mm. but it's something along those lines. Mm. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, the blood, um, the bone marrow thing is is a tricky one. I think they're still trying to do more research, but obviously that requires more money. Um, but yeah, I read that um, the bone marrow tra- transplant was like it was given more to. Um, so if if it was to come about and there was an opportunity to have it, it would be so. People that are children under sixteen are prioritized, mm. and nobody over that age is no. allowed. I think that's what it is. I mean, I've never in my whole experience been offered. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like maybe two months, three months ago, offered hydroxia. And that, even that they don't, well, the NHS here, they don't kind of willy-nilly just hand it out. Mm. There could be people who have, like like me, who've had quite a lot of crisis, but they still won't, they'll wait a while. But that Mm. also could be your doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
and if you don't know about what's available to you then and and then and if you just read stuff that's online because there are things online about hydroxia that people get scared about even taking Mm. they don't have the full facts yeah you're like oh i won't bother with it okay but actually if you you know speak to an actual doctor and look at research papers you'll know what the real real problems are and what and that it's actually fine and safe and stuff so can i ask you a question how do you think sickle cell affects your life like day to day like Mm. not when you're having a crisis but like your daily life do you think that it affects you a lot (coughs) yes definitely um especially i was saying earlier like when i was younger because i didn't know any better I just tried to live like everyone else. Mm. I tried to drink like everyone else. Mm. I tried to stay up late like everyone else. I tried to be like, you know, neglect water. You know, some people say, oh, I haven't had water today. That doesn't run if you (laughs) you have sickle cell. Those things are like a big priority. You know, even just dressing, what you're wearing, the weather, you have to be checking that in the morning. Um, You don't want to get caught out because you may think, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm only out for a few hours. I'll be fine. You never know mm. you could end up in hospital by mm. the end of that day which has happened going to the gym like working out is a huge thing as well when you have um sickle cell and it's just knowing what your boundaries are because you're not really advised to um do rigorous exercise anything that elevates your um sort of uh your breath really quickly because like you're, sex <laughs> no, no, that's yeah, a real question. Yeah, yeah. It could be, but I don't, yeah. I don't think sex is that like intense straight away. It can be. Oh. Well, it's not like running. <laughs> yeah, go on. All right. Are you sure? I, I mean, it can be. <laughs> but you work your way up there, no? No, <laughs> it depends. It depends. M- mothers, we don't have the time. <laughs> Some of us, you know, when you just do quick, quick one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have boom, boom, boom. That's it. No, but the man is doing most of the work. Really? Oh, my God. No, but I mean, like, the moves. The moving. Let me not say anything. I think the woman's work in any rigorous exercise is not that rigorous. It is. It is. Sorry, what what are we talking about then? Are we still talking about sex? But it doesn't burn that many calories when you look at it. It doesn't burn as much calories. I'm talking about. Do you know what? This is what happens. Like, women like. don't get on top, by the way. Thank you. And this is, and this no, is but even I have, I have um, a heart monitor. Look at her, look at her. Like, yeah, boy. It, 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 I only burn a hundred. It, it does imagine, not burn. No, the heart rate. You can actually go back and look at the time and you can see, like. Do you look as it's happening? Oh, no, not as it's happening. Oh. When, when, that long time ago, years back. Yeah, yeah. Didn't exist when you didn't have this smartwatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once again, we're talking about heart rate, <laughs> elevation, <laughs> breathing, and yeah. sickle cell. How it affects. Okay. I don't know how we got onto sex. And then, so, so when you have a partner, she says, yeah. Do you? Does it affect your decisions? As mm. in, what kind of partner you're gonna? Let's say you want to have kids. Mm. Would Would you be more cautious about the type of person that you choose to have children with? Um. It's a tricky one because I think for me, I haven't worried about it too much. I think if I was dated within my race, I definitely would. I mean, I'll bring it up with anyone that I'm dating, whether they're in my race or out of my race. But because I'm open to dating <coughs> in my race, I'm not too worried. But if I was dating, if I was dating someone and he told me he's Ghanaian or he's Nigerian or, or even Caribbean, I would just want to know. 
That's it. Is I'll that like up... a first date question? Oh, no, no, not a first date question. I just, you know, be cautious, <laughs> innit? Be cautious, don't want to scare them away. <laughs> but I would just want to know where... But anyone can actually have sickle yeah, cell. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. it is just more predominant. More predominant in African-Caribbean people. Africa. Yeah, exactly. Like thalassemia. Do you know? Yeah. I was When I was researching about sickle cell, I realised that sickle cell and thalassemia are very similar. Mm-hmm. But the effects on the person with it are very different. So yeah. like people with thalassemia have to have, if they have bad thalassemia, they have mm. to have like infusions of iron into their blood mm. and they have to have regular, what's it called? We would just talk about give transfusions. Transfusions. That's transfusions. It. Transfusions. Yeah. transfusions and stuff like that. Whereas with sickle cell, it's not really, it's, you can still have those things, but it's not the yeah. same, is it? The anemia you have when you have sickle cell is not the same anemia people have with thalassemia no we're just normal we're just people. anemic yeah, oh, okay. it's a different anemia so when you say you've got sickle cell anemia people are like oh yeah take iron no don't take iron if you're <laughs> because it's, you've got too mm. much iron actually so you, oh. we take folic acid actually because okay. we're That's we're nice. low on that oh, okay. yeah I, I didn't even know that no, i didn't know that until day. right this second mm. but, but yeah the, it's a different anemia for blood. Really I don't know if it's too personal. I was I was watching something and um, the girl was saying that basically every time she lost friends or every time she had told somebody that um, she has sickle cell, even in relationship, mm. they wouldn't want to be with her. Mm. Like, has that ever? I mean, I have told people, and sometimes maybe it we didn't work out, but you can't. You, I really can't say whether it's anything to do no, with no. the sickle cell. Yeah, <laughs> and actually. If you, I, I think for me, I try to, I'm quite honest about my, or open about my sickle cell, but maybe it won't be first date topic, but mm. if I meet someone, I tend to kind of like open up anyway, because yeah. they need to know your life and the, your challenges, and this is one of your challenges, and I think you shouldn't shy away from it. I think if people are scared to be with someone who they think they're going to have to look after, that's on them. You don't really want to mm-hmm. date someone, and you dodge the bullet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's like you've been you've been dealing with this sickle cell before they came along. So yeah. <laughs> it's like what makes them think that now they're going to be your carer, carer? Yeah. You know, and and that saying that, like some people with sickle cell do need carers. Some people are constantly in hospital. Some people are not able to even work. You know, yeah. I've, I've known and people like that in my life, but I'm on the fortunate spectrum where I can live a day to day life normally and but then there'll be occasions where people in my life will see me really sick and they mm. are very shocked about the contrast yeah. you know because when you are you know you've got a crisis you need help with everything yeah yeah and what's your last crisis my last crisis was this year actually mm. um and as as one of those ones missed crisis actually happened like this where you're like i feel great <laughs> and then you're like what what happened sudden, yeah <laughs> so actually i was in bath um on a little solo trip for the weekend mm. and it was snowing very cold, cold but and now i know like i wear layers i i wear thermals i wear the thickest <laughs> socks like i go overboard so mm. even to the point i'm sweating actually mm. um but i'm like i'm cool i so i was walking around in the snow i was like like nearly knee deep and i felt fine um and then I think what got me actually is I probably wasn't drinking enough water because 
I, I think I mentioned earlier that my Instagram is shows tripping. So I, I used to take a lot of solo trips or go like traveling and stuff. And the thing about traveling is that you're kind of in the moment, just concerned about what you're doing and seeing new things that you forget some of the things you do day to day, like yeah. even just drinking water. Yeah. So I think I was just roaming around, having coffees here and there. Coffees are dehydrating, mm. terrible for sickle cell. Yeah. But yeah. so if you're going to have coffee, you've got to have double the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, must have um, not even the cold. It was more that I probably got dehydrated, and I was there, and I was I was meant to come back the day I started having the pains, but my my coach wasn't till later. But then I got on the coach, got home straight away, got in a cab, went to the hospital, and I was in hospital for about a few days. But is is I'm going to touch on this as well, but it's one of those things that I didn't tell anyone I was in hospital because sometimes when you have sickle cell crisis, you kind of know the levels that you're at and it can get worse. You don't know that, but the people around you make it can make it worse than it is. So you start taking on their worries. Yeah. So yeah, I hadn't told anyone at that point, but I did eventually tell people I was in hospital, okay. but it's, yes, it's, you know, if you do know anyone with sickle cell, you do want to be supportive of them, but you need to kind of not see them as just as a person with a sickness. No, <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's true. Good job with people. It's true. Do you get that a lot, people? Um, yeah, I guess when you first tell people, but um, but then you do get people who don't understand it at all. I was going to say. Yeah. Not a lot of people know. I, I know we had this conversation growing um, earlier about, but I don't think I, I was going to ask this actually in the car, but I thought, let me leave this for podcast. How do you find like, especially in a work environment where, you know, we're, we're always going to be the minority. How do you feel other people who don't have sickle cell in the community, like white people, how do you feel they, they treat you or do, obviously they don't, un, they may not understand you find mm. there's not, because not even in our own community, like we were talking the, the other day earlier, that sickle mm. cell trait also has its own, it has its own risks and it has mm. its own things. How do you feel for like p- the knowledge of sickle cell as a general in our own community and outside of our own community? Oh, it's it's poor. I mean, people with sickle cell don't even know yeah. a lot about sickle cell. No, it's true. Um, and I, you know, I don't. I wouldn't say it's up to the NHS to teach you. They obviously have stuff on the website, but them, yeah, generally it's it's not necessarily a new. It's not a new disease, but there's just no money put into it, so people aren't educating people you need money for that um but in a workplace i would say uh the only time people have come to find i have sickle cell when i've had a crisis and been off work so they're like oh what happened and then i tell them and explain what i've had and then they yeah some people are really like you know curious and they want to know more about it which is great because i i love educating about it but other people um yeah i think sometimes they don't know actually how severe it is so they just be like, okay, cool. It's sickle cell for a lot of people is a hidden, dis- like, di- dis- I wouldn't call it a disability, but a hidden condition. Yeah. So on a surface, you seem fine, but you're almost kind of paddling <laughs> really hard underwater mm. to kind of stay alive, but people wouldn't see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky one. I think they need to do more, but as someone with sickle cell, I, which people have advised me when I was younger and I, the care, career I do is quite stressful. Um, I mean, I'm not like a rocket scientist or anything <laughs> like that, but it is, it can be quite stressful in time, you know, conscious and stuff like that. But um, you have to really think about what career you want to go into because you can't always follow the pace of that career. Um, having said that, <laughs> I, I still went ahead and did something that required you to 
the emotionally um like you know intelligent and mm. not kind of get overwhelmed in stress but i have been in jobs where the stress has led to even worse sickle problems so mm. yeah i would say would be cautious about what you want to do for work and it's hard when you've got sickle cell because maybe you're limited physically or you know there's other things like i said that comes along with sickle cell so you might you know be a bit slower not like stupid but just a bit slower like maybe dyslexic or yeah. something like that has come along with your sickle cell so yeah you just really need to be open about it but it's because it's a black condition mm. predominantly um people just aren't invested in going to you know spread awareness like they are about cancer yeah, yeah. so I remember when I first heard about sickle cell because my daughter has got a sickle cell trait mm. and I was like and her dad has sickle cell trait so when I was pregnant you know they do the I don't know if you know they do a test on you to check if you've mm. got sickle, sickle cell, cell or any other mm-hmm. blood mm. disorders and if you so I knew I didn't have anything but that's the first time I was tested for anything I was I was 18 I was thinking okay how did I get to this far and mm. I haven't known I don't know basic stuff like you said you found out at 14 that's quite late Mm. late. so where where would people get the best information like where do you get the information you said you're learning yourself where's the best place to get information (laughs) about sickle cell um (laughs) i know like i have been on webmd okay (laughs) (laughs) i can't tell you that's a good source it's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) well there's this there's a website called the sickle cell society yeah org or something but mm-hmm. type in sickle cell society there's some information there there's not loads nhs website has quite a bit of stuff um but yeah it's also like as i said with sickle cell a lot of it is the other things you get so uh, a lot of the time i've had really bad like hospitalizations it's for pneumonia or mm. um a chest crisis which is very common if you have sickle cell i was gonna say yeah yeah and so then you need to find out about you know how how to help your respiratory system so so this year i started taking yoga more seriously mm, but nice. mainly for like you know working out but not in a rigorous way because i i don't do like too much hit and stuff like that but but as if for breathing so if you're not working out your chest it's going to be more constricted which leaves more room for um infection and that's you know those kind of things you have to learn about you have to learn about what blood light is what nutrition you need to kind of help your body thrive and i was saying it's like i feel like i'm only at a place where i have more good days than bad because Mm. i've had to like teach myself about the whole body and you know what works for it and how to optimize it and and those they kind of go off my own past experiences and know that if i do this this is going to cause that you know mm-hmm. yeah. if i go out drinking like more than you know i don't really drink loads now if i go out maybe two at most three drinks but getting drunk is going to completely yeah. obliterate your system yeah. for quite a few days yeah. 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 yeah yeah thank you so much for coming on our show it was last minute so we really do no appreciate worries. it i really enjoyed and it we really are grateful got something out um, we got we... so much from it no we no, really no, honestly very very educational very good yeah um, sorry go on do you want to go first yeah before uh, oh so <laughs> <laughs> um i was gonna say that there's um black owned, so two black owned um uh, non-profit companies that i know about 
sickle cell and young stroke survivors um it's they're both charities you can you can donate money to that one um you can also they have like group meetings where if you're feeling down you can go and talk to them you can console in um like people that are going through the same thing you did mention um sickle cell society as well they do the same thing as well um they're both well sickle cell society is both based in northwest london think they're opening a branch down in south soon and sickle cell and young stroke survivors is based in elephant and castle so if you're local and you have sickle cell even the trait and you want to be educated or even if you don't and you just want to be educated then maybe look into both of them and also also the aclt which is a big one i remember in 2008 there was a guy danny Figuel. do you remember that that was a massive campaign was it the water the ice bucket no 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 but they but they they did do a a challenge um and um they're also a big organization they Mm. and they sponsor loads and loads of black events as well they're really really good so if anyone wants to 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 be interested Mm. in like finding out more about sickle cell giving back to the community or learning more there's been a lot of drives lately but aclt is another one that's really quite good with sickle cell there's quite a few um there's brent sickle cell and thalassemia center mm-hmm. there's another one in east ham same name but with east ham on the front okay. um there's croydon sickle cell mm-hmm. i can't say you know thalassemia center as well and we'll put them on our yep. socials so that you can look for your closest one if you're interested